What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle, from fear, to flow. Most of us spend 80% of our lives just being preoccupied with how we're feeling, our emotions. And I'm no different, although I do recognize that this is a huge leak of potential. Even while I am in the gym exercising, when it's probably the most optimal time for me to problem solve, I am still preoccupied with low-level nonsense running through my brain. It's almost like I have lost control over my thoughts because of practicing the same ones over and over again. They just keep going back down the same path, the same grooves. I always have this romantic idea about cutting out outside stimuli and having access to my full brain uninterrupted and how with that clear focus, I would solve all of my life problems. But it doesn't ever go that way. Either I don't ever eliminate all the distractions or when I do have those moments of free distraction time, the mind is occupied with the most menial of things, the smallest of things. It never matches up to my romanticized version. And what a tragic loss or a leak of potential that I think this is. And I don't think you can will your mind to not think about something. You can only give it tasks that are bigger than the menial ones that it defaults to. So as to shrink the bandwidth allotted to the nonsense. Available to the nonsense. I don't think our human condition ever goes away. We are all suffering from the human condition. I just think that the people who are more productive assign their minds tasks that are actually useful and useful implies that you need to be putting them to some directed use and intended purpose. So then can you blame the idle mind, which has been given no clear direction or use? Can you blame it for automatically degenerating to hell when you don't give it heaven to aim at? Our minds need clarity of next steps or all the other amorphous senses of our bodies become louder than the undirected mind. Then you start living in a way dominated by feelings. All your aches, pains, hungers, frustrations all come to the surface as a way to demand attention. Since you clearly have nothing else going on, then you might as well attend to those. The only problem is that feelings are liars and change so fast that they can almost never be worked on. They don't deserve attention. You can't change a lot of things about your feelings. You can only process them and understand what they're trying to tell you. They're just data to be taken in as a read and guidance at certain times. They're directional cues only. But if you don't follow any of the directions that they point at, then they become the center of your focus, your feelings, and a place that they never were meant to occupy. Still though, most of us, out of almost luxury of not having real problems for our minds to solve, luxury is how I'm putting it, but it's really a deficit of purpose, or not having assigned the next level of problems. So we either have the luxury of not having real problems or we really haven't taken the responsibility to assign them to us. Most of us are, because of this, overly occupied with the volume of our feelings, how loud they seem to us. And the problem with increasing the volume on your feelings is that it then becomes harder to tell signal from noise. 
the feelings then fail to serve as their main purpose of guidance and direction because you can't even tell if it's direction or if it's just a bunch of noise and you start to become numb to them. They become the very waters we swim and drown in instead of using them to navigate. I realize how wasteful these feelings are because they are completely lying to you half the time because of how quickly they can change, because of how much they're dependent on your state and how much they're dependent on what you ate the day before. I can feel completely different about the same topic from one day to the next. Like I can be completely anxious and stressed about something and then have complete confidence about it the next day. And then maybe flip right back the following day or the following hour or whatever interval the feeling deems significant. If I based any of my actions based on what the feelings were telling me, then my actions would swing in the same volatile wind and fluctuations. Like I'm flying by the seat of my pants depending on how I'm feeling. It is obviously not a reliable way of living life. And how do you proceed if you anchor your execution to what blows in the wind? The only thing you can anchor to is a plan of action and your commitment to execute against it and stick to it no matter what happens. All the feelings that come up around that can be headwinds or tailwinds, can be easier and enabling on one day and cause friction and slowdowns on other days. But if you have a plan of action, if you have clear action steps, if you have outlined inputs, then it matters very little what feelings are ultimately telling you about that. All those actions that you just have to do. Adults do what they have to do. Children do what they feel like. And if you have clear action steps, then you execute. It's just that it's not clear in that statement. The implied parts of being an adult, and that's the having a plan being committed to working towards a desired outcome. That's why adults do what they have to do because they know what they have to do. Because they have a plan for their life. Because they have a plan for the things in front of them. And as much as I am the love the process type of guy, you can tell how much you are actually actively directing your life by the results you achieve in the areas you have targeted to achieve them. If you have been at your fitness for a while, if you go to the gym all the time, but you see no results, and we've all seen these people who show up to the gym regularly, but you couldn't tell by looking at them, then there is something missing there that you must question. If my spouse left me one or more hours a day to go exercise, and I didn't see any physical difference after a year of them being at it, then I would sincerely question what they were doing with their time. All the way down to their loyalty and fidelity. Let's just be real. Are you going to see somebody else? What happens with most of these people is not that they are not well-intended and maybe not even that they don't put in the effort, but they are so governed by what they are feeling and how they are feeling versus following a plan of action. The right system will turn a role player into a superstar. So the problem is that they have a lack of real clarity on their desired goals maybe, and because they sway in the wind of feelings, so it is impossible for them to lock down a system to bring them results because they show up and decide to do whatever they feel like doing that day. This applies to everything in life. In any area where you might be expending effort, whether it's at your job or your business, if you don't see progress year over year, and that's more than enough time, a significant amount of time to judge your efforts by, and with other things, enough data can be found in two weeks to make adjustments. But in any realm in life, 
that is not being governed by a system. You are operating under the pretense of progress by just going through the motions because you cannot contain your emotions. If you depersonalized any of these areas in your life, you would be able to give yourself or someone else advice in the same exact position in how to unlock what you clearly can't see right now, why you can't get results. You're accepting this version of you because it's enmeshed in a bed of an amalgamation of emotions. And anytime you try to discern the right next move, you are overwhelmed and all clarity is lost. You are lost in all the feelings that come up. All of this because you have subconsciously picked stories and assigned meanings and weighed down basic actions you need to be taking with the burden of your heavy, misplaced emotions. They have no place there. You just got to do what you have to do. And I recognize this in myself, but sometimes I can follow a line of inquiry that reveals these stories that I tell myself to me. Almost all of them are inaccurate and disempowering. All of them ready and waiting for me to reassign meaning. And that's the silver lining to all of this. Because your life can change just as fast as you are able to unearth the stories that are governing your life and just as fast as you are able to then retell yourself a better version of that story. The same things that you have feelings towards today that disempower, distract, or diminish you and your energy, those same things can change just as swiftly and powerfully and how they serve you. Does that mean that you will ever have the romanticized version of my fantasy in which your casual thoughts will become like that of a philosopher or an engineer and result in world peace and advancement? Probably not. We will probably just go about replacing the 80% of that with just different nonsense that we need to work through and extract different stories from that to then retell. And I can even call that progress. In most matters in life, we'd be better off living by our commitments to our assumptive plans. Whatever you have, assume and go. And then follow the age-old wisdom from Winston Churchill. Fuck your feelings. I'm just kidding. That was Goggins. I love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show. <laughs>